Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Clean water and Bob Sexton. Eat My Catfish Studios, it's time for Arkansas's number one caller-driven sports show. It's Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network with your hosts, Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer. Lock it in and get ready to dial us up. Drive Time Sports is on the air. Good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports here on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer standing by in Northwest Arkansas. I'm Randy Rainwater from the capital city. And we are joined by the coach, Coach Matt Zimmerman, thanks to our great friends at the DHR Group of Sonic Drive-Ins. I'll say good afternoon, Matt. Good afternoon, Rick. Good afternoon. It is a good afternoon. How have you enjoyed having all this time off, Matt? You know, if you didn't have another job, you could have enjoyed it, right? Yeah, the Razorback Foundation's kept me busy, and I've been busy with other stuff with, with basketball and been running around a little bit. But, yeah, no games. I'm going to have to get used to this, Rick. We've got about a four-week stretch here where we're like football. We play we play one, once a week. So in the 31 days of December, we play, as you know, five games, but... In November, we didn't, couldn't start till the 6th because of NCAA rules, so we played eight games in 24 days. Now we're playing five games in 31 days. We've got a lot, a lot of off time. Well, this week they were off because of finals. Did you do well on yours? <laughs> I made all A's. Got all A's up here. Yep. I got I got an A in life. Living life, Fayetteville. <laughs> I got all A's, so... Very blessed. An honor student. An honor graduate. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) Man, maybe you can tell all those uh, football players in the transfer portal who are visiting from Georgia and Tennessee that uh, lifestyle is A-plus here, so maybe they ought to come, huh? Absolutely, yep. If you're in Fayetteville, stay in Fayetteville. If you're not, come on. We've got plenty of room. That's right. Exactly. Yeah. Well, you think that? Have no, you watched no. any of the practices this week, Matt? Have you? Have they? Have yeah. been as hard as the players are saying they yeah. are. Yeah, and uh, they've been. I, I didn't sit for the whole team. I kind of went through there a couple different times, and um, oh, the one day, you know, they were they were getting after a pretty good lot of drills and, and doing a lot of stuff where it's uh, you know five versus you know the, the GAs and and uh you know some of the walk-on scout team what kind of what you'd call scout team and they're yeah. they're they're being aggressive they're going aggressive and uh it is wide open it reminds me of some old coach richardson's days of uh hey i'm gonna when he would get mad after a loss or didn't play well and he would say stuff like i'm gonna the next game starters are going to be the guys that have the most rebounds in practice and then they would go to battle just to make sure they rebounded the ball so they could to make sure they were in the rotation or start the next game. Scotty Thurman talks about that a lot, about how one whole week he had to just focus on rebounding because Coach was mad about rebounding. And uh, it's been a little bit like that. I think these guys have had to get after each other. It's wide open, and I do believe Coach, he, he said this on the radio show, and he said this to me privately on Monday night, that, that it's uh, you know he was not happy with a lot of guys. And he was like, I'm going to – there's some wide open stuff. There's opportunity. So if you're one of those guys that's been fighting for minutes, whether you're an L. Ellis who's been in and out, or whether you're a Joseph Pinion that hadn't got to play much, or Bayfall, that there's a window of opportunity here. I think the guy that's going to really benefit is going to be uh, maybe Joseph and, and uh, Jalen Graham. I think he's going to benefit from this, and uh, I'm, I'm I can't wait to see who's starting. I don't know. I don't know. Sure, I'm not sure. Coach knows on this Thursday who's going to start. I want to see who's running the point. And I want—is it going to be Layden? Is it going to be Devo? Is it going to be uh, L? I want to see that, and I just want to see these lineups and who gets to play the most minutes. Hmm. Well, you know, Graham. Evidently, this is the healthiest he's been this year, so I yeah. you can see him playing a bigger role. He played pretty well against yep. Oklahoma, didn't he? 
He did play well. He was active. He played good defense. I went back and watched the film, and there really was not. There was maybe two plays that you looked at where you're like, okay, he needs to do better there. But other than that, he competed on defense and he battled. He was athletic, and uh, he played at eight and five. He had eight and five and not a whole lot of minutes. And so I think that he did a lot of positives. And I think Coach was semi happy with Jeremiah Davenport. The effort he gave, the way he was flying around. You know, he had twelve points. He competed. I think he was okay with battle, you know, but he didn't shoot well. He was 2 of 10, and I think Coach was not happy, maybe a little bit with some of that defense. And so I think those are areas. Now, you know Battle and Tremont Mark and Devo and Trevin Brazil, they're going to still, if they're not starting, they're going to play a ton. They're probably start, and they're going to play a lot of minutes. They're in that rotation. They're not going anywhere. It's the guys that sometimes they play, sometimes they don't. It's going to be interesting to see if they do or if they don't on Saturday in North Little Rock. Matt, can you put your finger, can anyone put their finger on why this team is having so many defensive difficulties? Uh, You can't, they can't, I know the theme this week has been keep the player in front of you. Yeah. That's been the theme. Uh, why do you think that's been the case? Do you think it's offensive players? I'm trying. I'm not trying to put words in your mouth, but offensive players who, all the way through high school and maybe even to college, okay, you don't have, you don't have to work. Don't 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 work on defense or or do too all much right. on defense because we don't want to get you in foul problems. Right. But yet that right. bred some of the issues that's that's cropping up now because. I mean, they're not going to play zone. So if you can't play man-to-man, if you can't keep your man in front of you, you're probably going to be sitting besides Coach Musselman. Yeah, it's going to be all man-to-man. That's all it's been for five years. And so there's no deviation from that. But it could be. I mean, that's a question of uh, the the guy's heart and fight, and I want to be a good defensive player. And all these guys have the ability because they're all good athletes. And Shimon has shown some really good defense, like Chandler Lawson changing and blocking all these shots. But OU took advantage of our defense by being able to attack and drive. And their guys, whether whether it was Milo Judain or Otega or uh, McCollum, those guys were beating us continually off the dribble. And that was a little bit of a surprise. We've been beating some off the dribble, but we were beat a lot off the dribble. Now, they could whip it out and hit a three-pointer, but all their stuff was based on sharing the ball, Oklahoma, sharing the ball, and then being able to drive the ball. Those two things. And that's why they played so well and beat us. And, and then they locked us down on defense. And so, for us, uh, you're right. Keeping guys in front of you, I think that's been a thing that he has emphasized all week in practice. we got to do a better job. And every once in a while you're going to get beat, but you've got to fight back into the play, come back from behind, um, contest shots from behind, block shots from behind, tap the ball from behind, whatever you got to do to stay involved in the play. And I think that, that that's going to be the key to this team because if, if the defense continues to struggle, then we're going to have some great wins and we're going to have some tough losses. And if you, if you want to go to the Final Four, which is what we've talked about all along, or being able to compete for a national championship, because things are wide open right now. I know people had a guy at lunch today said we're going to make the NCAA tournament. Well, absolutely, there's no, no question. They're going to be in the NCAA tournament. But you've got work to do, and you have to get better as a team this thing is wide open this year. There's, a, there's, there's really nobody you look at. But this team's great. Um, there's not anybody like that, even in the conference. And so, you know, defense has got to be the thing because this team can score. This team can score. Now, sometimes the offense blogs gets gets kind of bogged down. Sometimes the offense becomes very one on one dominated. But when they get moving, when they get pushing in transition, when they get attacking the hoop like we did against Duke, then this team can beat anybody. The other puzzling aspect, at least uh, last year when Devo got off to a slow start, it didn't seem like his defense suffered. Even Devo, the guy that you think is your number one lockdown defender, even Devo seems to be struggling on defense. Do you think it's, again, trying to do too much to help out others? Or maybe, again... (laughs) this is another case where it's hard to put your finger on what's going on with Devo. Yeah, I, I don't think it's that. I don't think it's because he's trying to do too much help side or whatever. I just think that it, he has not played as well as we know he can. 
And when you have as good a march as Devo, you, you, you touched on it. There, there were times where he was struggling. His sophomore year, he had some he had some pretty significant struggles in November, December, even early January. And then he got he'd have a good game here and there. Mm-hmm. But it got to be about February of that sophomore year. He was having good game, good game, good game, good game all the way through. And this year has been a little bit slow. And he's had a couple of really good games. You know, he had I think back to the the non conference game. I think it was Furman where he had, he had seven points and ten rebounds and eight assists. Didn't have a turnover. So he's had some shiny moments. He played well against Stanford. And so he's had some some very good games, but overall he hasn't been as consistent probably as he would want to be. He's a fourth-year guy. He's played thousands of minutes. <laughs> and so just continuing to be, you know, to be more consistent, to be an overall more impactful player, I think, is the goal for Devo because we know when he gets going, he's fantastic. So, you know, that's just – you're not going to be fantastic all the time. But just being more consistent is very important. <laughs> we sound like we're picking this team apart at the uh, <laughs> yeah. They played ten games at the bone. They won six. Uh, they've lost to some highly rated teams. Yeah, uh, they they got plenty of time. To try. They haven't even played a conference <laughs> game yet, right? Yeah, <laughs> that's what but makes it fun. Though, isn't right? that the nature? In that, in that our nature, Matt? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And what's this big-time college basketball? It's a big-time deal. So, you know, when you play one exhibition game, you're opening yourself up to all the great things you did and oh, yeah. maybe a couple things you got to work on. And, you know, we, we are, it's ten games, but that's almost a third of our yeah, of our regular right. season games. That's and right. we play 31. So, you know, you, you get a pretty good little dose of it right now. Okay, but, but think about this. What was Arkansas's start in the conference last year? Wasn't it like one and five? Mm-hmm. Yep. And they went to the Sweet 16. Don't you think yep. that even with the issues right now, this team will start better than 1-5 in the SEC? Oh, I, I think that is very much show because now I, I'm always optimistic with the team, but when you look at it, okay, Auburn won't be easy, but it's Bud Walton Arena. We're like 25-4 and four all time at Bud Walton against Auburn. That don't mean we're going to win that game, but you got. I, I like our chances. So then you go on the road – and get two of your nine road games done right off the bat. That's at Georgia, at Florida. Both of them can beat you. Neither one of those teams are Final Four teams. Neither one of those teams. They may not neither one make the NCAA. I mean, it's they're those are games you're going to have a chance to win. And then you come back and you got two at home. A and M, who we always beat at home, knock on wood, and South Carolina. And so you you know there's there's a chance to really start off. Well, does that mean that Auburn can't come to Bud? Well, sure, Auburn can come in here and beat us, sure. But if we play like this team can play, they should beat Auburn at home. And so I think there's a chance to really have a good start. Rick, I'm just telling you, I would say this if I was at A&M or at Georgia or at Tennessee. This SEC is really wide open. There's no Alabama football. There's no Georgia football in this SEC basketball race. There's just not. No, there's not. In fact, isn't it interesting that before the season started, I think people were saying, oh, there's going to be six, seven, maybe eight teams in the SEC in the NCAA tournament. And there may still be, but only yeah. two are ranked, and they're 12th and 14th. And there's none yeah. of them are looking like a top five or eight team, are they? No, and that's a good point. And um, I wouldn't say this to our team, or but I we can say because it it's true. The league is not performed in the non-conference like we would want it to. There's been years that the league has performed much better in the non-conference, and we have not performed great in the non-conference so far. Um, overall, the league, there's been some tough losses. I mean, we've got teams that have lost all the way from Presbyterian to a, a lot of losses. And so mm-hmm. home, some of them have lost at home. And so it, it's been a little bit of a – that adds up. When you lose those non-conference it does add up and affect how many bids that you can get come March. You know, a uh, nine and ten bid league. What people thought, like I said, everyone had this league having ten going in. It still might, but it makes it tougher when you when you have some some of the losses that are conference. And we we dodged some last night. LSU was behind for a long time against Alabama State or whoever. And the same way with uh, Murray had had it almost in the bag in, in Starkville. And Mississippi State was able to come back and knock them off last night, so that was good. But uh, got to finish this non-conference out with wins. Who lost to Presbyterian? Vanderbilt. 
Wow. And Presbyterian was... was really bad last year, and Vandy's mm. really struggled. Yeah, Maybe it's, been a, it's been a struggle. Yeah. Maybe that, but, you know, Vandy, that... you think, well, that don't matter. It's Vandy. It doesn't matter. Well, Vandy's well, got 18 conference games to play, you know? Mm. And so Vandy's going to play 18 conference games where they're affecting the, the NCAA evaluation tool, the net, of these other teams in the league, and you're, you're playing a team that lost to Presbyterian. Yeah, well, when you lose to Presbyterian, it's probably predestined. That's what I'd say. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! I don't. I'm I'm out of range of my out of my buzzer yeah, for the that's moment. That's great. Okay, okay. Um, man, this was a comment made by Coach Musselman. Now you have to take into account. A couple of his press conferences that he's held lately, he's at times... Well, he talks to his team through the media, don't you think? Yeah, he's taking no prisoners. Yeah. I mean, right. he is he is basically, if they need undressing, he undressed them. But um, Layden Blocker, uh, the only thing that I can see Layden is not doing at this particular point is, for whatever reason, he's gambling on at least trying to block or get close to the ball on a three-point opportunity, and when he doesn't, uh, he seems like he goes into the player, which causes a foul and yeah. a three-point opportunity at the line. But yeah. I think Layden Blocker has been by and far the most pleasant uh, surprise that has happened thus far in this season. Yeah, yeah I think him and Chandler, to me, because Chandler, you know, was an older guy, been around, you kind of – what he had done at Memphis, but he had not. Like he had 19 points at the game here. He's he's had some games where he's really exceeded what he ever did when he played at Memphis. But yeah, I, I think that you would put him up there would be Layden Blocker. I know this summer when I'd go over there and watch practice, I was so so very first practice I saw. I told Michael Musman afterwards, I was like, wow, he's a lot better than I thought. And Michael said, yeah, he, he he's even been more impressive than the week. Now, they knew what he was. They recruited him. They knew what he was. But he was like, he, he's, he's really impressed us with how he's been. And he's a guy that's going to be in there. Well, that was in the summer. And then you get to November, and he's not. There was, you know, he didn't even play in one game. And so so there was there was things that he's like, well, maybe he's not going to be in this rotation. Maybe he is going to be numbered 11 or 12 or 13. And then, boom, you know, right before we went, after we had had that loss to Greensboro, he had decided I'm, I'm going to play him and I'm going to give him a chance. And he did it in the Bahamas, and it paid off. He had a, we don't beat Stanford without it. I don't think we win. I don't think we beat Stanford without that freshman playing that well that day. And so Stanford played pretty well. And I think Layden's a guy that he's like a Devo. He's a six two six three Devo. He's not six four six five like Devo is. His arms quite aren't as long, but he brings a lot of those intangibles. And really, he's a better shooter than Debo. Uh, it, it, just just catching, shooting, and practice, and doing drills, and doing things that usually equate to games. He's shooting better right now as a freshman than Debo did as a freshman. And so, uh, I think that Layden's a guy. He could be a four-year impact player here. I guess the other concern that I thought would be better at this point, maybe, maybe not. Is it a concern? I haven't heard Musselman talk that much about it, except the, the way that he went about describing getting offensive rebounds to the point that Bob Holt and four other guys, mm-hmm. including himself, can get out there at 59 years old and get at least one rebound. Yeah. Bob Holt yeah. couldn't. I'll just tell you that. Bob Holt could not get an offensive rebound. <laughs> <laughs> he wouldn't get many. Bob wouldn't no. get many. Well, but he was, he, get one, Bob didn't get many. He was talking about all the opportunities these other players have had, and they've had none. He thinks with all the opportunities that the other players have had, Bob could at least get one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. No, I heard that. That was good. Well, uh, rebounding in general is probably going to have to be better for us to, if we're going to try to compete at a high level in the league. And obviously that means competing at a high level in the NCAA tournament. Now we're plus two in rebounding, but normally Arkansas teams, especially when you've had, you know, one, two, three, four, uh, really five five games that are, that are, you know, guaranteed money games. And so, you know, five of our games have been that, and then five of our games have been uh, in, the, in a tournament or the Duke game or the OU game. So in, 
usually in a non-conference, the Hogs will stack up big rebounding numbers against some of these teams that are outmatched, and hopefully that's what we see in North Little Rock against Lipscomb because they do have some guys that are out that are hurt. We already just dominate the class, and so hopefully that plus two will be a bigger number. But we get 37 rebounds a game. Normally his teams are in the, in the low 40s in rebounding the basketball. But the number that stands out, you touched on it, We've played 10 games. We've got 92 rebounds. Well, at Wonderview Schools, they taught me that that would be 9.2 <laughs> offensive rebounds yeah, a game. Okay. Yeah, you, got it. And, See, you made an A. That's why you made an A. I did. <laughs> that's, that's why I'm excelling at the University of Arkansas. Okay? And so 92 offensive rebounds for the Hogs and in 10 ball games. And our opponents have, have snatched 103 offensive rebounds. I and actually so thought it was worse than that, Matt. I actually thought it was worse. Yeah. I haven't looked yeah. at the current and, numbers, but... Yeah. Well, and some of those teams have pounded us in, in, in on the glass, and so that's something that we have to continue to really make a point of emphasis, and I think coaches did that a lot this week, defense and rebounding, because we we have to rebound better. And there's no reason why Trevin, but even some of the guards like Tremont or KB, athletic guys, we see Layton Blocker flying there. And, you know, he's, he's done a good job. He's got in there and got some offensive rebounds. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if you look at our individuals, we play 10 games. Trevin, one of the most athletic guys in the country, right? 6'10", 6'11", long. He's got 21 offensive rebounds in 10 games. Okay, that's great. We can always get more. But the second most we got is 13, and that's uh, that's that's Chandler Lawson. Mm. And then the third most offensive rebounds we got is 11, and that's from, that's from Devo. So, you know, where's, where's Makai? And, and, and where's, where's, where's Jalen Graham? Those guys got to get in there and help us on the, on, the, on the glass. All right, Matt, hang on. We got to take the break. That's Matt Zimmerman, known as Coach Z, thanks to our friends at the DHR group of Sonic Drive Ins. Rick Schaefer, I'm Randy Rainwater, Drive Time Sports. We'll continue in just one moment. Tune in to Out of Bounds each Monday for Reaction Monday brought to you by Fleet Management Services. Serving Central Arkansas for over 20 years, they're your small to mid-sized fleet specialists. Fleet Management Services is looking for a maintenance tech. Oil changes, tires, general maintenance. 100% paid health insurance, match 401k, paid holidays, paid vacation. The right person can make $600 per week. Call 501-375-3672. Hey, did you know the Statue of Liberty is the largest holiday gift ever given? That's a big deal, just like those at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Hey, did you know when the year ends, so do the deals? It's your journey. Own every mile at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Get 0% APR for 60 months, plus zero payments for 90 days, or get up to 2500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now for a limited time, only during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end January 2nd. Call 469-613-0227 for details. Brett Michaels, Party Gras 2023. Saturday, December 30th, Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Event Center. From over 50 million albums sold comes the Poison Hits and Solo Hits Live. Brent Michaels, Party Gras 2023. Tickets on sale now at oaklawn.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Hey, it's Howie at Robert Owen Jewelers, and I've got great gift ideas for anybody's budget, like diamond cross pendants starting at only $99. Free financing, bigger, brighter diamonds, better prices. Robert Owen Jewelers, five locations or online at rijewelers.com. At Edwards Food Giant, they know your family is important, and they also know that your time and convenience is as well. So why not take advantage of their heat and eat items in their deli department? Those famous Edwards Food Giant signature dishes with many of the same entrees and recipes that are served daily in the hot bar, all ready to take home and serve to your family tonight. And it can all be found at your favorite Sister Arkansas Edwards Food Giant Deli. This week's special is Mexican chicken for only $7.49, paired with roasted corn and black beans for just $4.99. 
So how many guns does a man need? Just one more, of course. And as always, Max Prairie Wings is the place to go for that one more gun. With $200 off select in-stock Browning shotguns and rifles, $75 rebates on Beretta A300 Ultima, $150 rebates on the Beretta A400, and the Weatherby 18i Waterfowl 12-gauge Supermax 3.5 and Mossy Oak Bottomland for just $849. It makes sense to check out all this and more online at maxpw.com. Max Prairie Wings in Stuttgart. The hunt begins here. From all of us at MNB, we'd like to wish you and your family a Merry Christmas and a Happy Holiday Season. We know that some of the best times are spent during the holidays with family and friends, creating memories for many years to come. And we would like to say thank you to all of our customers who have supported us through the years and made us a part of your family. May your holidays be filled with joy and many blessings. Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays from all of us at MNB. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Southern Four Coating presents the Zone Rewind. Tune in Fridays when Justin and Wes discuss their best moments, sound bites, and interviews of the week. Ready to transform your patio, porch, or pool deck? Call the pros at Southern Four Coating. Find them online at southernfourcoating.com. Now, back to Drive Time Sports. Live from the Eat My Catfish Studios. Eat fresh, eat local, eat my catfish. The number one sports radio show in Arkansas. Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer. I'm Randy Rainwater. In a moment, we'll be rejoined by the coach, Coach Z, thanks again to the DHR group of Sonic Drive-Ins. But first, I want to talk to you about First Security Bank. Now, the financial professionals at First Security are big fans of Arkansas. And that's because they're Arkansas-owned and Arkansas-focused. They take care of communities, just like they take care of customers. Whatever better means to you, you're going to find more of it at First Security. As Arkansas's community bank. First Security is all about taking care of customers and making life better right here in Arkansas. So more people can buy a home, run a business, and a whole lot more. Check them out at fsbank.com. That's First Security Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender, only in Arkansas. That's First Security Bank. Once again, we're joined by Coach Matt Zimmerman. Better known as Coach Z, thanks to our friends at the DHR group of Sonic Drive-Ins. This came, Matt, from our Southern Structural Solutions Buzz text line. says, please tell me why our guys can't finish around the rim. We are athletic, fast, tall, slamming home. And, uh, by the way, I I did change one word. Uh, It said, our guts... Can't finish around the rim. I think he meant guys. Spell check. Gets I you. hope so, man. If you can finish, if you get your gut all the way to the rim, you don't you don't finish. You touch the top of the backboard. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, that that has been Randy. They know that's a pretty good question, and you know some of them have been like attacked to the basket, and there's a defender there, and you got to be able to get it over the top of them or power through them and score. And I think that. Sometimes we do take a more difficult shot, and then it ends up kind of looking like you missed a shot right at the basket or semi-layup, although it was contested. Whereas you think about some of the guys we had, like even Moses, Moody, and those guys could drive and get into you constantly. Moody did it very well. Audis Tony did it very well. Those guys could drive, get into your arms, your shoulders, draw contact. But Ricky Council was very good at it. Anthony Black was very good at it. And those guys, you know, battle does it a little bit. But how many of our other guys are, like, constantly driving into contact, drawing fouls, and getting a shot off, whether for an and one or just to go earn their two free throws? Not as much as we've had in the past. And, you know, Tremont, what's he going to do? When he drives, we've all seen he's he's a great player. But he's going to shoot a pull-up often, right? And he'll shoot to the rim some, but usually it's a pull-up. And Debo can go to I think that's one thing that will help Debo if he can be a little bit more trying to attack to the rim because Battle will do it. And L was doing it early in the year. He did it against Purdue. He did it in some of those early non-conference games, L. Ellis. 
And there's now he has not been driving as much to the basket. He drove it against Duke. So he's going to have to get back to being aggressive and driving and helping us. Davenport's mostly going to catch and shoot a three. Joseph, when he's in there, is mostly going to catch and shoot a three. So you got to have some guys that can put it on the deck. And I do think you know, there's not a Stanley Mude, Audis, Tony, J.D. Note, some of those guys that could, that could really aggressively go to the hoop. Matt, what you've been talking about, and you've kind of moved around the different areas, and what I mean by that is at time spotty three-point shooting, inconsistencies on defense, uh, not finishing at the rim. What is, then, the personality? What is the uh, modus operandi? I mean, however you want to say it. What, I mean, what is this? Who is this team? Yeah. I think I'm going to take a Rick uh, approach, and I'm going to say, well, I'm not sure yet. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's only okay. 10 games. Yeah, it's only 10 right. games. Wait a uh, minute. Ten games? No, 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 no. I can't use it when I want to use it, can I? No, 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 no. I think it's really a – that's the thing that Coach is still trying to figure out is what is the M.O. of this team. And before you could kind of look to his team and say, man, they're going to play super hard. They're going to be really good on defense. And and then you kind of built from there. With the defensive struggles of this team, you know, a team that's given up almost 77 points a game – so you hadn't been able to easily as turn and say the defense is going to carry this team. So it's a really good question. To me, it's going to have to be he's got a lot of depth. He's got a lot of athletic ability. And maybe he starts pressuring a little bit more, even out on the floor a little bit more, and try to do the defense that way and try to create more steals, create more deflections, create more havoc, trying to keep the offense from running their offense, running their sets or whatever that team's trying to do. Get to where they can't run their plays. And I think that's what this team's going to have to hang its hat on, and that's the area they're struggling with the most. He's got guys that can score. He's got a lot of different guys that are capable of scoring. Chandler Lawson, a guy that comes in and get, get four or five points a game, has had 19 in a the game. There's, there are options there, but I think that he is going to have to get to where he can count on this defense. He's got shot blockers, right? We've seen the shot blockers coaches recruited at some really elite shot blockers. There's been games we've blocked 15 shots. We've had games we've blocked over 10 shots. Yeah, That's pretty great, long, athletic plays. So you've got to take that and make it to where every time you watch Razorbacks, you know, hey, yeah, sure, the team's going to score some. You're not going to hold anybody scoreless, but you're going to see, you know, all-out, tied-together defense, team defense. And because you know we're going to score some points, we've got a lot of guys that can score. I just hope that doesn't mean more open lanes to the basket. That doesn't mean more open three-pointers. I know I'm thinking negatively. I'm not thinking on the positive side as, as Rick does, so I'm, I'm I'm thinking a little negative there. But I know I, I I mean I hear what you're saying, and um, against now there's been some exceptions. We can start with Oklahoma. You can go to uh, North Carolina. You can go to Memphis, maybe to a degree. But yeah. it seems like this team is going to drive everyone absolutely crazy because they're going to play up to their competition, but then they're also going to play down to their competition. That drives people crazy. Yeah, and you know what's interesting about that? I was thinking about that. I was watching games the other day because there's times that, like Kansas, we don't care about them, but there's times they look pretty good. They beat Kentucky. They played well. And then there's times you watch them just struggle and, barely get by Eastern Illinois or Eastern yeah, Kentucky. Yeah, the other day, they, they, yeah. They, they, they have struggled. You can look at Kentucky, which is a blue blood, which is not as good as they've been. They've not been a great program the last five, six years. They just hadn't been. Uh, you can tell by around, they don't they don't even make the Sweet 16 or Final 8 no more, they, much less the Final 4. But you watch them, and they smack Miami, and you see this great team. You're like, Kentucky is the real deal. And then you flip back over three days later, and you watch them getting beat by Wilmington. I think that's the general. I think college basketball is a confused product right now. I think it's a complicated product, and I think a lot of people can beat anybody. UConn was not very good in January. They they were going on the road and they were they they got smacked at home. St. John smacked UConn blowout at UConn, and then they blow through everybody and win the national championship. It's going to be like that again. Who can get it right? 
who can get playing like UConn did February and March and just roll. And that's that's who's going to win this national championship. It's who's going to win the SEC. I thought A&M or Arkansas would win the SEC. And A&M, I watched them the other day lose to Memphis at home. And they, they couldn't score. They just mm-hmm. couldn't score enough to beat Memphis. Mm-hmm. So I just think a lot of people, it's a, it's a complicated thing. I think a lot of these kids transferred in. They don't get a lot of time with each other. And everyone's just kind of trying to put put a team together for that one season. And it can be difficult. It can be successful. Look at Florida uh, Atlantic last year. Went to the Final Four. No name, image, and likeness, buddy. And they had yeah. some transfers. But yeah. it don't always work as well as you think it's going to. And that's not Arkansas. I'm just telling you across the board in the country, it's really – I mean, who have you watched so far that you're like, man, that's who I love. That team's great. Auburn looked pretty good. I watched the other night. That Auburn okay. team looked pretty good. Yeah, they looked pretty but good. But that was that yep. night. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Hmm. Well, Her- maybe it's good to be that balanced, but it, it's also good that maybe some of the younger, the lesser teams can win. But that's got to yeah. be a little scary for the Power Five. Uh, which is going to be power four after this year when you think you could win your conference championship and lose in the first round of the NCAA or second. Right. Yeah. yeah exactly. It's it's really interesting how it's shaking out and some of these other leagues coming up and pulling upsets like Greensboro coming to Bud Walton Arena. I mean, who would have thought that would happen? You know? And that don't mean Arsenal can't have a phenomenal season and go to Phoenix. But it's just basketball is different now and it is it's not the old school days of what I grew up with who, you know, when teams were rolling through a season and have one or two or three losses, you know. Uh, when Arkansas won that championship, I think we had three losses that year. You know, that, that those days aren't – that's not very likely anymore for, no. for, for teams. They're going to no. have more losses. Yeah, exactly. And it's – I mean, it's, it's still – do not agree, though, Matt. It's still about matchups. What you have – Night in, night out, how you match up with the other team. And, well, let me get to this question yeah. here. I just, I just now see it on my screen. Uh, this from our uh, Rick. They shortened it down just for yeah, you. Yeah, I saw that. How about yeah, that? Okay. Good. All right. This is the Gangster Museum of America live fan feedback. Isn't that easy? Yeah. I mean, that is so simple now. Yeah. Okay. This they from still our. Sell hats. They still sell hats. <laughs> they still got hats, yeah. Yeah. Uh, please ask Coach why we struggle. This is from John. Please ask Coach why we struggle so much against ball screens. Uh, watch other teams against us, and our ball mm-hmm. screens don't work. But when they screen us on the ball, it ends up being a wide-open shot in the paint. How? When that thing with his teams, usually we're really good with ball screens. It carried us his second and third year, year with Two teams that went to final eight off being very good. Like, we weren't running a thousand set plays. It was a lot of just spread out. It was either dribble weave, dribble motion, or it was ball screen. And that was like J.D. Note coming off of a ball screen, or Debo attacking off of a ball screen, and Jalen Williams playing off of a ball screen. And so offensively, I think that we will end up being pretty good coming off ball screens. To answer his question directly, I think part of it has been true point guard play, because you don't always set a ball screen just for your point guard. You can set it for a wing. You can set it for a forward if you want to. You can do a pick and pop with, uh, you know, with like a Tremont Mark, who's a pull-up jumper guy, coming off a ball screen set by Trevin Brazil, and Brazil pops pops out to shoot a three-pointer. So there's a lot of ways to effectively do an offensive ball screen. But I think the we haven't seen a point guard rise up and be consistently good so far this season. With it, L. Ellis at times has been fantastic coming off ball screen but it hadn't been quite as consistent as, as we wanted to. Uh, defending it, you know, I think there's been times we've defended the ball screen pretty good this year, but we've had to rely on our shot blockers when we get beat off the dribble too much. All right, hang on, Matt. One more segment with Coach Z. Coach Matt Zimmerman, thanks to the DHR group of Sonic Drive-Ins. Rick Schaefer, I'm Randy Rainwater. Drive Time Sports will continue in just one moment. Fence Brokers presents Razorback Graffiti every Monday morning. Call Morning Mayhem and let them know how you feel about how they did. One sentence and one sentence only. 
At Southern Floor Coating, coatings are all they do, and they won't be beat on price. Factory-trained installers using the purest form of polyurea with UV stability for all your outside projects. When you call, you'll talk with a professional interested in your project, not a voicemail. Don't trust a fly-by-night company that may not be in business next year. Transform your patio, porch, or pool deck and call the real pros at Southern Floor Coating. 501-402-4912 or take a look at southernfloorcoating.com. Stacked commercial truck and trailer repair is not only truck and trailer focused. They service and repair all types of equipment, forklifts, boom lifts, excavators, dozers, loaders, and more. From warehousing to excavating, they've got you covered. Go see why Stacked is known for having some of the friendliest staff and most knowledgeable technicians in the industry. For trucks, trailers, RVs, material handling, or construction equipment, Stacked Commercial Truck and Trailer Repair in Whitehall. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same but is 95% cheaper? And you can get it online? Just go to hymns.com slash joy. Through hymns, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, a 100% online process, and trusted generic alternatives to the name brands at up to 95% off. That's right. Get generic for Viagra, the same active ingredient as brand name Viagra, but for 95% less. It's the same medication, still prescribed by a licensed medical provider, but with zero copay, no expensive appointments, and no awkward face-to-face conversations. To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, hymns.com slash joy. That's hymns.com slash joy for your free online visit, himscom slash J-O-Y. This is Pat Bradley for Alcoa Community Federal Credit Union in their New Year's Auto Loan Special. Listen close. Offer ends January 31st. 3.99% interest on 22, 23, and 24 models. No payments for 90 days or up to 84 months financing. Don't delay. The Alcoa Community FCU New Year's Auto Loan Special with rates as low as 3.99% ends January 31st. Get pre-approved online at alcoacommunityfcu.org. Serving Celine, Grant, Garland, Hot Spring, and Perry Counties. Need a new ride for the big game? Or a new tailgate to party on? Get in the game at Guadney Chevrolet in Jacksonville and score every time. Hundreds of vehicles to choose from, from test drive to touchdown. Guadney Chevrolet is in it to win your business. Guadney Chevrolet, 1301 TP White in Jacksonville, Arkansas's number one Chevy dealer. Call us at 982-2102 or visit GuadneyChevrolet.com. Chevrolet, find new roads. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios, where it's much like any of the seven Eat My Catfish locations, minus the always fresh, delicious food options like the family pack catfish dinners. The number one sports radio show in Arkansas. Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer, I'm Randy Rainwater. We'll be joined again, rejoined again by Matt Zimmerman in just one moment. But first, I want to talk to you about double B's where you always just gas it and grab it and go. But that's just too, too simple we keep talking about the holiday season whether it's stocking stuffers or otherwise if you're looking for a gift double b's has exxon and phillips 66 gift cards available that's right and why not sign up for an exxon credit card where you can sign and pay uh, pay at the pump where you'll get 10 cents off a gallon that's right 10 cents off a gallon And I talked about this many, many times. Don't forget to get the rewards card where you can save money on purchases at all of the stores. That's like an everyday Christmas present to yourself. And be sure and check out the daily specials. There's always something there that could save you money that you need, whether it's snacks or drinks or otherwise as an example, right now they've got the uh, two-ounce uh, Kipper beef steaks for just four nineteen, or the four-ounce traditional-style beef 
for just $11.99. Or the 10-ounce traditional-style beef jerky for $24.99. Those are just some of the great deals you will find at Double B's. Where you gas it, grab it, and go make it Double B's. I have said this often as well. Please keep in mind, in your prayers, Neil and his family, as they are going through some medical procedures, and there could be an impending surgery. So put um, Neil and his family in your prayers as they are approaching this very difficult time. Uh, by the way, uh, if you go on the app at Bet Saracen, you're going to find the NCAA Division II National Championship. We have talked and talked and talked about Harding University. They're taking on the Colorado Mine Ore Diggers. Yeah, that's a pretty cool name, Ore Diggers. Colorado uh, Mines is favored by three and a half over the Bison of Harding University with the over-under at 55 and a half. And if you notice this past weekend, uh, 55-14 was the final score. So you might want to look at that over-under at 55 and a half. That might be a good play there. And then the Arkansas State Red Wolves, uh, they're at Northern Illinois and Arkansas State favored by one and a half with an over under of 53 and a half. And um, good thing about that is they're coming off, that is a state coming off of an impressive victory over Louisville the other night on the road. So check out the NBA specials, Boston and uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers, they'll have the uh, live in-game active on that as well. So check out all the great specials, all the great matchups, wherever you find it, at Bet Saracen. Get the app in the App Store, or you can go online at BetSaracen.com. Checking in once again with Matt Zimmerman, Coach Z, and Rick Schaefer. I'm Randy Rainwater. This from... Our Southern Structural Solutions Buzz text line coach from J.K. in Fairfield Bay. He says, Muss's teams are the same every year. I'm not smart enough to figure out why, but go hogs. Now, Matt, if you could put that into perspective, why every year this team does start slow? What is it? Hmm. It's a great question. I think that's something coaches still try to figure out. We've had some great November wins every year here, but there's always been losses, you know, whether it's been Oscar or Greensboro or something that frustrates you, uh, you know, throughout those first couple of months. I think that it he's like everyone else. Everyone has eight, nine, ten new guys every year, so that's that's not unusual anymore, but that is a factor you have to go through. Um, you know, he's he's he has incredible practices. They're high energy. They're very good. They're going to practice every day. They do a lot of stuff. Um, you know, they're not a big scrimmage team. He's not going to do a whole lot of, you know, there's not going to be a whole lot. There's some. There is some scrimmaging for sure. There's not a ton of Devo going hard at KB or Tremont Mark going hard against Trevin Brazil and stuff like that. It's just, it's just, it's different NBA style. It's a great drills. It's great walkthroughs. It's very organized in how it's ran. A lot of coaches involved in the practices, and they're very good. So he builds a strong team, and that's why they're so incredibly hard to beat one of his teams in March. But I think early on, for them to all come together, I, I do I do think that's that's one of the factors in it a little bit. It is amazing. I mean, it's. I was, it, go ahead, do you ever, Rick. Do you ever worry that the Jones <clears throat> Center where they they eat that they serve slow start to the basketball players? That could be it. <laughs> it, it may be. I, I don't know. It. Mm. You know, I think that it's they. He's so he's like um a, a scientist trying to put it all together yeah, and putting this right. puzzle together, and then sometimes it it's, it works really good early. And they might have some bumps and roads, which all teams do. There's had no way gone undefeated in, since 1976. But sometimes it does have more problems early. And then usually by the middle of January, he's got it clicking pretty good. Last year, though, it took a longer. It was a longer time. You know, we had, like like we mentioned, we had the slow start. 
And then we started winning games. But then we kind of had a stretch again in February where we didn't play very well and went down. So I think he's so uh, focused in on having this thing how he wants it come March. And so is, is that, you know, I think someday as long as he stays here as good as a coacher, he'll win an SEC title. He'll win an SEC tournament title. But the most important thing is the NCAA tournament, and he has had success there. Um, so obviously the more wins you get, the better your seed is, the better your seed is, the better opportunity. Uh, come come March. It's uh, it has been one absolutely frustrating at times stretch of basketball. Then it sometimes has been an amazing stretch of basketball. That's why you can't stress yeah. out over it and think about it. Hey, football, oh, I'm stressing out, Rick. Fo- football, you play twelve <laughs> games, as Matt said. You play thirty-one in basketball. You you can't treat every basketball game like a football game. Now we do. Because we talk about it every day, and after every game, the next day we're on reviewing it and everything. But for a team, yeah. Matt's got it right. You, you got to think about how can you be the best team in March. And that means. See, I wondered that with the game they played against Purdue, that was like an NCAA tournament game. Mm-hmm. They, they were yeah, absolutely, absolutely amazing in that game, and you're and both yeah. teams played superbly. And you're thinking, this is October. What what's yeah. what price do you pay to play like that in October? Well, yeah. it took a little slump yep. in December or November. That's okay. That's right. Yep. You're, we're not going to play like that day at Purdue. We were so good. And that's a team that's one of the tops in the country. We beat them at home. It's just hard to play that level. I don't. It's an age-old question. We should do be able to do that every time, but no team can keep that. And so you're all right, Wick. There's going to be times that in a November or a December you're going to have a little slippage. It's a five-month season, and if you're playing big-time games in October, it turns into a six-month season. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Well, Eddie yeah. Sutton, many years ago, used to call it the magic level, and you could only play at the magic level five, six times a year at the most. And that's playing really beyond your capabilities. No matter how good you are, that's playing above your abilities. You can play to your abilities maybe more frequently than that, but the magic level where you to beat a Purdue or a Duke, you can't do that very often. And that's no. why sometimes you have a come down against a team that's really good. They just don't have the name because you've you've played at the magic level right before that. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, it's such a great game because there's times that you look so good and you're like, we're going to do this all season, and then all of a sudden you'll play someone else, or you might even play somebody you already smacked by 20 points two weeks ago, and they might beat you by 20. And that's why basketball is is such an interesting sport. Yeah, it drives me crazy. So. <laughs> Yeah. I'll go ahead and say yeah. it. it. drives me crazy. All right, Matt, we look forward to seeing you Saturday here in the Rock. And, uh, All right, guys. Glad to have the Arkansas Razorbacks back in central Arkansas. Coming, just like Santa Claus, they're coming to town. Yes, sir. Santa Claus is coming to town. All right, Matt. Thanks, buddy. Coming up next, Stray Biddy of Hogsports.com being brought to you by Chris Crane. Chris Crane, Hyundai, and Genesis of Conway. Stay tuned. It was the month of Christmas, and the fat man had a bone to pick. A peculiar problem for old St. Nick. All his elves had lost their ways, because instead of toys, everyone wanted new Hyundais. Santa nearly went insane over the getaway sales event at Chris Crane. But when he saw the SUVs of Hyundai, Santa declared, I too shall upgrade my sleigh. So if you hear a rumble 